Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, I'm Prasad Banerjee and I write about tech at Mint. And this is Tech Etc, a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths. Today's episode will be hosted by RJ Ayush. Ayush is a RJ with Fever FM and hosts his own tech show called Tech Panti. Over to you, Ayush. Thanks, Prasid. This is a special episode brought to you by Anascom. Have you ever wondered how businesses can stay ahead of the curve in an era of unprecedented change? With rapidly advancing technology and innovation, it's becoming increasingly challenging for companies to remain relevant and competitive. But what if there was a way for businesses to embrace these changes and turn them into opportunities for growth and success? Today, we have a special guest who will provide insights into these pressing issues. Devakar Singhal, Senior Vice President and Global Business Leader of Manufacturing at Genpact is a veteran industry leader. With over 23 years of experience in consulting, digital, technology, finance, supply chain, analytics and engineering services. He has led some of the largest initiatives to expand Genpact's reach across the globe, making him a true expert in his field. In this episode, we'll explore how organizations like Genpact are helping organizations improve their data-driven decision-making and how the role of traditional BPM companies is evolving. So if you're curious about how businesses can thrive in a world of rapid change, join us for this fascinating conversation. Without any further ado, let's welcome Divakar Singhal. Hi Divakar, how are you? Yeah, hi. Glad to be here. Thank you for the invite. Let me go to the first question. The world we know is now very different from just a few years ago. What do you think are the key driving forces behind the significant enterprise changes that consumers of BPM services are experiencing today? Yeah, see, uh, you know, this is no secret. Everyone knows this. The world is becoming more and more unpredictable. There is more and more uncertainty in the world. And it is also at the same time interconnected. So if someone sneezes in China, the world catches a cold, as you would say. Uh, and, and you can't really insulate your business or the work that you do with anything that's happening globally, which means that organizations are always under pressure to respond to a situation. And they can't predict it all the time. They can predict some macroeconomic stuff, but they can't predict uh, the environment. So, uh, you know, that's, that's the world we live in. And, uh, and then technology is changing everything very, very quickly. So if you couple that with the uncertainty in the world, then that's the, that's the challenge or the opportunity in front of us. With such significant changes happening, how has your approach to solving client problems evolved? And what new ways of thinking and acting are required to stay ahead of the curve? See, in this current environment or the environment past few years, the clients are looking for certainty from their providers Mm. or from their partners. Uh, That certainty could be in terms of cost. It could be in terms of outcomes. It could be in terms of being able to adapt to change and be with them as a partner. So they are moving to more and more new business models. The simplest one is to move away from a TNM model to a business solution model or an outcome model. Hmm. Uh, the companies and our clients are expecting us to be having the deep domain ourselves as a partner so that we can respond to the market 
and they don't have to teach us every time which used to be the norm even 10 years or 5 years back so the deep domain capability uh, to respond and adapt and a bundled solution which gives them certainty and as i said the bundled solution means a combination of people process technology data insights all put together to deliver an outcome is what the uh, clients are expecting and and that's what we are doing as a company uh, in some cases we are adapting in some cases we are leading the change true but in the traditional perception of a bpo company uh, it has always been operational but now we see that uh, the clients are demanding more strategic outcomes can you share how these changes in the enterprise have affected the perception of traditional bpo companies and how genpact is adapting to these changes it's been an interesting journey i've been around for a very long time uh, started my almost my career with uh, with this company and we were less than 100 employees and mm-hmm. you know now we are over 100000 and i've seen all facets of this journey over the years most companies which are doing well have been able to adapt to the changes when we started out long back this was the industry evolved based on t- talent shortage in certain countries mm-hmm. or a labor cost arbitrage india being a good example of that so that is the genesis now where we are today it has changed to value and outcome the clients are expecting and the industry is expected to deliver an outcome which is certain and which creates value for them not so much about cost but value mm-hmm. uh, for that you need to have a business understanding you need to have an industry understanding and that's why you're finding that companies like us are specializing in certain industry verticals which is banking financial services insurance uh, manufacturing etc also the clients are expecting uh, more technology insertion uh, that was never the case till a few years back the technology they used to go to a different technology partner they used to go to a different process partner uh, they are coming together down looking they're looking for okay pull the two together so that i can improve my overall operations and as genpack uh, you know we have been on this journey for the last 5 7 years uh, we started pivoting towards technology and uh, uh, data and tech and uh, digital etc and if you look at our business today uh, about 60% of our business is still uh, what you would call the traditional uh, digital operations as we call it and 40% of our business has moved to what we call as data tech ai uh and and often they two come together to deliver a solution to the client so so that is the new industry which is a combination of uh, uh you know outcomes technology with the people and the process ai these days if you feed them uh, a bunch of data uh, they can predict how uh, you know the complaint is and they can probably give out a solution but there needs to be a human intervention um you know at some point in the journey of a consumer so uh, this brings me to my next question that we all know that becoming a data driven business is essential but many organizations struggle with this technology adoption and using insights to drive action how is genpact helping organizations improve their data driven decision making and drive technology adoption see often companies are using technology and data without context uh, and i you know often say that it's garbage in garbage out Uh, if you throw data at a at a good algorithm the algorithm will do its job but that data may have no relevance to the context so uh, technology and data has to be embedded in the context and the business and the industry so 
that is what's often missing and that's what's often needed uh, you have to link it to the business so for example even if you're working on supply chain and you have a lot of data on supply chain now uh, it is different for a manufacturing company versus a chemicals company versus a, a pharmaceutical company for a consumer goods company and it can be addressed in different unless you understand the domain and the context you can't do much with the data okay. similarly in banking it is about experience so the client experience and the consumer experience is probably more important uh, so i keep saying it again and again but context is very important to make use of technology and data true um, this also takes me to my next question i mean with every industry competing for top talent what is genpack doing to attract and retain the best and brightest professionals in the country yeah so our company and the industry uh, is a human resource intensive uh, industry uh, hmm. people are our asset they are our raw material they are our finished product everything revolves around uh, individuals uh, so any investment that you do on people is not enough because you know that is what you have to keep investing in we have made significant changes over the years in the type of work we are doing and the solutions we are giving to the client hmm. so in the context of that the talent that we need is also different so we are now going to a lot of engineering and science schools colleges uh, to hire which we didn't do many many years back because you need people with a, a technology bent of mind with some digital skills etc uh to exp- after covid we have found that a lot of people have gone back to their hometowns and there is a very good talent that resides there who are happy to work where they are hmm. so we are making strides going into tier 3 tier 4 cities we recently announced centers and they are both growing in varangal and jodhpur and who would have imagined one would be in these kind of cities at a point in time uh we are also relooking at how we approach our uh, employee value proposition uh for a very long time uh, a lot of our marketing budget went into the clients but we're turning it on its head to say okay can we use some part of it on creating value for our uh, employees or potential employees as well hmm. the other way change we are doing because the clients are expecting a lot more uh, intensity on knowledge we are doing a lot of lateral hiring in the industry so people coming from a banking environment or a manufacturing company or a pharma company uh, so that they bring the business context which can be coupled with the with the raw talent we may have fantastic let's go to the point which is uh, which is happening in the industry every day that you listen to this every day you you're reading this in the news every day it's it's disruption and it is inevitable in any industry so how is genpack grooming its existing teams to handle these challenges and stand strong in the face of disruption like i think genome is a great example of that i mean it's basically you know one has to believe that your employees are willing and can be trained and uh, and you know we do a lot of internal movement of employees often even if they are not 100% skilled because that forces the system the employees and us uh, to actually upgrade the skills uh, so so there's a huge amount of effort on uh, finding roles for people to get them into better jobs more higher value jobs uh, so that they can build a career uh, which has been a problem in the industry in the past where people are joining for a short period of time and don't look at building a career 
But now in the current context uh, and the value proposition we have, I don't think working in this industry is any different than working in a bank or a uh, you know consumer goods company or a pharmaceutical company because you can have the same career path that you would have in one of them hmm. uh, in an industry like ours because you are deep in each industry vertical, including technology. So, you know, I think the nature of the industry now is very different than when you and I started in it. And, and in this current format, uh, it's, it's a great place to be. True. Let us now look towards the future. What can we expect from business services in the next two to three years? Are there any trends or technologies that Genpact is particularly excited about? Yes, yeah, so technologies, as you and I know, change every two, three years. So what is great today, uh, there will be something better tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, what's important is to be able to adapt to that technology, uh, get upskilled and learn it and then deploy it. Uh, we call it commoditization of technology. So technology per se itself is not a differentiator. The use of technology is a differentiator. So, okay, an X technology is available. Hmm. How do you use it? The use of data is is a differentiator. And not just that data being available, uh, because data has always been available in different shapes and form. It is not easily available. Hmm. So, combination of technology, whatever shape and form it is, combination of that with data and combination of that in the business context to drive value for our customers is the way we view it. Now, that can be around supply chain strategies. That can be around, you know, DSO improvement as an example for our customers. It can be around customer experience. This can be around risk mitigation. But again, we believe that some technologies will do better than the others, but they'll all come together to deliver a business outcome. Fantastic. This is something that I was uh, personally inquisitive about. Like we're talking about a customer experience if they're giving a call uh, to a customer service representative. Now we see that uh, the first few steps are taken by, by an IVR. That, hey, do you have a problem with your booking? Do you have a problem with, uh, with the last bill payment that you did? And most of uh, these consumers, uh, you know, they get a solution through the IVR. And then... In the, in the final step uh, might be a customer care representative who is talking to them. So, do you think that in the coming years, uh, we'll not need a customer care representative uh, in the system? So, let me address uh, something head on. You know, your question has an association to what your perception or our perception of the industry is. It's a call mm. center. The BPO mm. industry or now it shouldn't even be called a BPO has moved on. Uh, it is no longer that. Hmm. Uh, so, so I would like to take another example where it is not about a call center experience, but it is something more valuable that uh, we can add for our clients. Yeah. So take the example of dispersing cash as an example. Hmm. A lot of that will get automated, but there will be situations where you will need to intervene and uh, connect the dots better so you can do the right remittance or the right disbursement to the right individual which complies with the laws and the risk criteria for a company. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, I'd like to think of where the industry is headed. Uh, and yes, there will be a, a commoditization of, uh, you know, call centers and it will move away from a real-time in-person environment to a, you know, uh, to a more scripted text data-based uh, collaboration tool kind of a thing. 
and finally it may even go away because you know some algorithms will take over the job because the questions are so many and they have been solved earlier the answers are so many yeah. and so you know don't even need to have a human interface here hmm crazy okay so lastly like right now at this time if there is one conversation you would want today's leadership across the industry to actively engage in for a better tomorrow what would it be so we did an exercise 2 uh, 3 uh, years back to think about uh, what do we stand as a company where do the com- employees want to work what do the clients want to see and having a purpose is important uh, for ourselves as an industry as an organization and as an individual so we made purpose a core part of our value statement and and that is something i guess we should all think about whatever that purpose may be maybe around health safety security growth whatever it is but having a purpose is important fantastic uh, so this brings us to the end of uh, this special episode uh, i would really want to thank uh, divakar sir that you joined today and gave so much insight about the industry i thank you once again thank you ayush it's been a pleasure speaking with you and glad to meet someone with a similar background and that's it for this week's episode please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover you can find me on instagram and twitter at undertaker yes you heard that right that's u n d e r t e c h e r you can also give us feedback at ht smartcast we're present on facebook twitter and instagram And please do log on to stsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.